Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Gamers Without Borders podcast, a podcast about video games, technology and anything else we can think of. As always, I am your host Nick and I'm happy to say that back after a brief absence joining me this week is the YouTuber extraordinaire and the boomerang that is Dapper Paperback. Hello, boomerang. Yeah, because you disappeared but then you came back. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like a skin infection. I was I was gonna go for something like that, but uh, yeah, you were gonna go with yeah. something worse, weren't you? I can Probably. tell. But yeah, um, this is twenty five episodes, our silver anniversary of sorts. It's a yeah. big milestone. It's the same age as me. Yeah, so that proves how big a number it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and just before we get into uh, this week's show, I just want to say we've had a. Um, I want to thank the uh, sort of community and you listeners for the the really great amount of positive feedback we had for last week's episode because it was a sort of a big deal for me. It was me having to host solo and all things like that, and getting on a guest. So just yeah, we thank you really for the support um, that that episode got. And I know Dapper that you were quite as a listener. You like, it was quite quite nice for you to be a listener. It was nice what? for me to listen to you try not to fangirl. It was really funny. I tried so hard. <laughs> it's I lost, towards the end. I lasted for about 50 yeah. minutes and then just, ugh. I don't even uh, care. I love Kate. Yeah, as I said you in know, episode, but... like, you can tell me I was unprofessional or whatever, or that we didn't stick to a plan or anything. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I tried, like, I got someone that I've always wanted to speak to on the podcast, so... Anyone that hates that can go away because we talked about Bake Off for like ten minutes and I don't even care. Yeah, to be fair, she probably found it quite refreshing. Yeah, yeah. she must get like people, like you know. Yeah. Doing what people do. Exactly, but yeah, if you haven't already listened, <laughs> listened to episode twenty-four. I thoroughly recommend it. Just, just so you can get to watch me just sort of desperately try and keep myself together. If yeah. if you haven't got much time, just listen to the very beginning and like the last ten minutes. They're really the highlights. <laughs> the highlights of my fangirlism. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to actually just be a listener again because mm, yeah, probably like most of our audience, I find myself very hard to listen to. So it was nice to like be able to listen to it and not hear me talking. Yeah, I've. It's interesting though. Like I, I think doing this has desensitized me to the sound of my own voice. Yeah, but I do know what you mean. That sometimes it's nice to just you're not sort of constantly judging yourself. That every time I've listened back to the last week's episode, there's a few bits where I st- stumble over my words. Yeah, I'm like not <laughs> not enough to bother editing it out. But yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, um, we'll move on to what I've been doing this week. And this first point I want to start with is obviously by the time you uh, you the listeners will be listening to this, I will be back in my home from home at university. So I'm actually currently sitting in quite a barren room, so uh, my voice might sound a bit different, as my sound engineer colleague would tell me. But um, I want to mention this purely because there is an outside chance that as Dapper and I adjust to going back into university, and obviously with the work that brings, it could lead to some changes for the podcast. I'm not going to say anything now, because I honestly don't know, but we just want you listeners to keep that in the back of your mind that... We won't spring it on you. We will. We will fully explain if there are any changes. But just mm. keep keep an eye out, and just we always will try and deliver this yeah. podcast in the best way possible. But anyway, as for what I've been up to this week, um, I had quite an interesting week. Uh, beginning mm. of this week, I went to see the TV show Pointless being recorded. I was anyone it? outside anyone outside the UK who have no idea what I'm talking about. It's a quiz show. It was really good, and I got to sit right by the front. I w- I could have leant out and basically touched the presenters. Nice. 
which yeah, it was it was good fun. Um, yeah, def- definitely do it again. It was funny. It was a really hot day, but the studio was air conditioned. Yeah. So and literally, as we ste- stepped back out, we got hit by like a wave, wave of, of heat. heat. Yeah, but no, it was a it was a really fun afternoon. And it kind of yeah, just good fun. Yeah. Would would definitely do it again. You have to keep the studios air conditioned. One because the lights. Yeah, for the lights. And yeah, that's two. Was the- because of the presenters and the audience health and safety reasons three yes. the cameras if they get too hot yeah <laughs> they will one, usually yeah. shut off one thing that made me laugh, one thing that made me smile is um so I was, um they were recording two episodes back to back but obviously in order to give the illusion it was on different days everyone had to mm-hmm. get changed <laughs> like they'll make the presenters wear a different suit and things yeah. just to make it which is quite funny um as on to games I've been playing a bit more Peggle Blast on my phone that's quite enjoyable I'm up to level 60, I think. I'm a bit stuck, but I'm hoping I can sort of get my way through it. I've also been just finishing off all the sort of high-level missions on Assassin's Creed Unity. Mm-hmm. And it's actually given me a real temptation to want to play the new Hitman game. Because mm. those kind of high-level missions are designed in such a way that you can't go in all guns blazing. Yeah, You really have to properly plan it. So like, I was yeah. going around of, like... You'd have kind of basically almost an arena with snipers around mm-hmm. the side. So you have to subtly take out all the snipers. And it was really making me think, which is quite interesting, but I probably shouldn't buy Hitman because I know that sort of, that trial and error feeling is going to get to me. Yeah. Like it's one of those games of when you get it right, you feel fantastic. But when you get it wrong, it gets frustrating. So I think when that game gets a physical release and gets a bit cheaper, I will definitely pick it up because every time I watch footage of it, I'm amazed. Yeah, I would definitely fr- wait until it's... More, it's yeah. not like wait until it's released. Wait until it's finished releasing. It's <laughs> yeah. probably well, the yeah, right the f- way to exactly. describe it. Yeah, the first season they're doing a box release will come out, I think, early next year. Yeah. And yeah, if that drops to like 25, 30 quid, I would definitely mm. pick it up because, yeah, whenever, every time I see people playing it, I'm like, that just looks so good. But um, yeah. And lastly, I want to say um, iTunes is the absolute worst. Um, yeah. before I, I get into before I get into why, I just want to apologise to the one track gamers because, in sort of a half jokey way, I sent them this as my question to them, and I apologise for you guys. It's just I got a very busy week, so I didn't really have time to think and craft you a proper question. But no, the reason why it's the absolute worst is um, I basically I have was kind of basically switching computers, base, and mm-hmm. I had to transfer my iTunes library over to the new computer, and you're only allowed to have it synced to one device at a time, which is fine. But instead of being able to plug in my iPod, which had all my music on, and say, basically, copy all my music off and store that in the iTunes folder, mm-hmm. you have to go the other way. You have to put your music in, which thankfully I had a backup of. It will then wipe your iPod and put the new music back in. Yeah. And then when it did that, it made copies of everything. Oh, and it, and it put individual songs that should be in albums as individual songs. Yeah. Oh, it's such a pain. I fixed it in the end, but it was... Oh. Absolute that. nightmare. That's why I use Spotify. Yeah. I only use it purely because I have an iPod. And to be honest, yeah. now that I've got a large capacity, like my phone has a lot more capacity, I could just get rid of it, but mm. I, I do like Apple's podcasts app. Yeah. No, That's I can understand few... like, why people use it. I just yeah. use Podbean, to yeah. be honest, to listen to I podcasts. Just, I, just, I just like how like 99% of podcasts yeah. are on iTunes, so it gets me to them in one place and it no- it's good at notifying me. Yeah. But um anyway, what have you been up to, Dapper? It seems to be like you've been doing quite a bit. <laughs> uh been what like a for? fair bit. <laughs> oh my god, I'll just see what you're typing. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I've been back at uni, so I've been doing a hell of a lot of academic reading. Yeah, I'm going to be doing that this time next week. Fuck my life. I've never read, like, articles and chapters about really interesting topics, but sound so fucking boring. Like, so, like, how can you take something like voice in alternative media? And turn it into the dullest topic ever. It's yeah. like fucking hell. Like the, the <sighs> yeah. So breathe, breathe. Yeah. that has been happening, and uh, yeah. I've been watching Netflix. And as if you've just typed and chill, she wants the D. Not been Netflix and not been watching Netflix and chilling, but like just been watching Netflix in bed and like falling asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been playing Overwatch. I've played City Skylines and City Skylines is kind of like SimCity but I think it's better actually yeah I think it's more focused on kind of the city building aspect as opposed to the human aspect yeah although they're supposed to be adding like a DLC with like disasters and weather and shit but I mean it's already got weather in it but it's like very basic like one minute it'll be like a rainstorm then next minute it'll be sunny like it's very basic yeah it's it's all about improving it I got a new external desktop hard drive. How big? And two terabytes. Is it USB three? Uh, yeah. Good. <sighs> so good. It's the future. Yeah. Oh, this is just a bit of a public service announcement. I've noticed if you're using USB three, mm. it's only it, it's often only as fast as it's advertised on certain types of files. Yeah. It's like when I was transferring all my MP3s over, it was doing it at the correct speed. But if I'm ever transferring podcast files over, which are in funny formats, it goes Mm -hmm. really slowly. Yeah. So just a bit of a heads up to anyone doing that. It's not magic. It does seem to depend on the file formats. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's me because I've got got like a reputable brand. It's not like the the pen drive is broken. But yeah. Um, Anyway, also you released an interesting video this week as well. Yeah, I released a video talking about my I guess it's my depression story. Yeah. And cuz I have depression for those who don't know. Yeah. And I don't have it like well I have it but it's like it comes in like waves it only affects yes. me in certain situations. Most of those waves being whenever she has to speak to me. Oh yeah, totally. I get depressed at the thought of speaking to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I just go oh, fuck up to speak to the wanker again. Yep. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry to say I haven't watched I haven't watched it yet because I've been very busy, but I will definitely. It's, I'm very it's, I'm very intrigued. I, I saw that you'd made that, and I was very intrigued. I just to be honest, it's song. not something that you sit and watch. It's more something that you sit and listen to, so you can do like yeah. other stuff. Okay, I will do. But, yeah, um, um, I watched. Yeah. Nick will be so happy because I, I know. I've nearly finished this oh, season I of you Doctor Who. I woke up and slept through her dick. De- slept through like the whole fucking series uh, how, <laughs> woke how, up how, and she was dead so how far are you so if you watch face the um, way, uh, um the i guess sandman episode oh oh what's the actual episode of that called fuck knows i'd have to I'm go into i don't know series nine well enough anyway but yeah the sandman episode so i yeah. think you've got about three left yeah i've got three left but i know it, that she you know dies yeah, there's too many fucking links given away yeah like it's, it's blatantly obvious because it's like oh what would you do if i died <laughs> every yeah, episode re- look, and it's like it's i'd a- be fine go fucking die you bitch exactly. <laughs> just when get you, over you, and done with oh that's harsh but yeah it's one of those things of when you go in knowing that information yeah. it, it it's blatantly that. obvious 
But now that you finally watched it, what did you think? Sorry, listeners, this is a Doctor Tangent of the reveal about um, why the Doctor looks like he does. Uh, I thought that was quite interesting. Pretty handled. cool. Yeah, because because like I know they because they said right when Peter Capaldi was cast, they were mm-hmm. going to bring it up, yeah. and then they didn't like they mentioned it in the very first episode, and it wasn't mentioned mm-hmm. for like two series, and then I think they came out with a really interesting way to do it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, and it was just an excuse to show some old footage of David Tennant as well. Yeah. Um, now, this last bullet point on the show notes has completely blown my mind, but mm. I also didn't want to go into it uh, too much because it could be, like, the way you worded that, that could mean a lot of things. Yeah, no, I've just realised that. <laughs> but, but go ahead, anyway. I... <laughs> the weirdest thing happened to me. It was uh-huh. like... As soon as I got, like, paid for uni, I was just like, oh, I want to buy clothes and makeup. And, like, yeah. n- nose strips and stuff. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with me? I bought, like, I bought a pink fucking sweater. Pink yeah. sweater. A fucking yeah. feminine floral floral top. In fact, yeah. I got this top, which I've got on today, and it's not very feminine. But, oh, like, really? I spent money on girly shit. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. Um, I thought we don't get shouted at. We should say... It's like, don't spend don't spend your student loan on things like this. Yeah. But one of the first things I bought on my student loan was a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy yeah. insulated mug and a like uh, like a sort of a partly custom made hoodie yeah. with like a cool pack on it. So yeah. To be um, fair, just, yeah, it's a loan is a loan. <laughs> to be fair, like it's for like clothing for uni. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's stuff that yeah. I need because like exactly. I did like, need yeah. like new cosmetics because my stuff is getting old. And but alcohol. Yeah. That's, I'm that's, fucking. That's, that's that's a requirement. <laughs> I spent. You're going to be flabbergasted at how much I spent on stationery. How much? Sixty quid. What were you buying? <laughs> I went into like. Okay, so I was going into uni, and like yes. none of this regular stationery shops are open. So I was like, okay, I'll nip into WH Smith and I'll get like three oh, writing pads. You fall in WH like, Smith. One for each. Five million. One pounds. for one for each like class. Yeah. Fucking three writing pads came to 60 quid. Wait, what? What? Even the Dominic Schmidt that should come to a tenner. What, like, what, what, I know. What, what but it was doing? a really small one. They only had like very limited section. And I needed like A4 ones that were decent. Wait, did you get like super premium paper or something? Are you one of Probably. Those oh, God. I had a friend, me and her used to argue about. Because she had a real thing. She'd only buy like premium paper. Oh, no. It wasn't premium paper. It was more just like. Oh, this looks like a bit more secure because it's like okay. a harder exterior, so like it won't like get wrecked in my bag kind of thing. I also got um, little folders so that I can slip them into like little folders and keep everything together and not lose stuff. Oh, and, really naming the student aesthetic there. And like I was just because on Friday I lost the sheet which had like the article that I had to read on it, so I had to like message Rachel and say hey what the fuck am I supposed to be reading <laughs> she, she sent a screenshot oh. of her one. Oh, the I, I barely use any paper when yeah. I'm at uni I just computer for everything our lecturer to be fair like a lot of our lecturers are digital but like yeah. there's this one lecturer who insists on giving us paper and it's like oh, 
No, what? we have a really good system that all yeah. of our... This is a massive tangent, I apologise, listeners, but all of our listeners, uh, all of our listeners, all of our lecturers will mm. put our, the lectures up on the internet, so mm-hmm. if like you're ill or just too lazy to turn up, yeah. you can still see the lectures. Um, I've got anyway. a lecturer who has like videos of her lectures, so she puts them yeah. up online, I'm just like, yes, do that. Yeah. Actually, I've got to watch one for Monday. Yeah. Oh no, we're not in on Monday. I still think we... I know we mentioned this ages ago. We should do, like, a university special. Yeah. It's not even about games, but just do, like, a university podcast. Yeah, go for it. But anyway, um, on to gaming news for this week. This first one's very exciting for you. Oh, yeah. Um, For Anna... For... For... For Anna? For Honor. For Honor Alpha Gear. Alpha Gear. Yes. Fucking... The Alpha Tests for For Honor have yes. been released and there's been game mods and character details... So players this week or this weekend should have access to four previously announced character types. So there'll be Warriors, Ken- Kenzie or Chi Warden Raider and Conqueror and Berserkers. And yep. um there's gonna be like individual sets of maps for like each game mod, so there'll be like a one V one duel, two V two brawl and four V four domination modes and yep. Like it's gonna have like different maps for each like kind of mode, so that people can I guess become accustomed to the maps and like get good Basically, at playing. Yeah. And yeah, it's also gonna have a single player campaign, which would be interesting. Yeah. And it's gonna be centered around a character called Alphonion. I can't pronounce his name. And yeah. it's gonna be like. Basically, he's quite an interesting character because he's like played a part in sparking a war between the Vikings, the knights, and the samurais that like yep. has been going on for like thousands of years, and it kind of, I guess, summarizes everything that's happening up in the game. Yeah. And for those who don't know, For Honor yeah. is Ubisoft's latest IP, whereas yeah. we've hinted it's kind of about a conflict between Viking knights and the samurais. But one of the main things is like Melee it's, based. it's going to be a mix of like I think I've read if you're taking down like conventional enemies, it's like a mm. dynasty warriors hack and slash. However, when yeah. you get to like high rank enemies, there's a much more complex combat system yeah. where you have to like watch the direction people are moving, what stances to use. So yeah, yeah. I think it's an in- interesting uh, game that's got a lot of people interested because it's a bit of a diversion for Ubisoft away from yeah. their normal IPs. And speaking of that, mm-hmm. the game that I was getting very excited about, although I've kind of tempered my uh, feelings towards it, the Assassin's Creed Ezio collection for uh, PS4 and Xbox One has been given a release date. Uh, this what well, this is the HD remaster of Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations, uh, and this will come out on November the 15th. Now, the slightly strange thing about this is that this is the same day as Watch Dogs 2, and you might be thinking, well, yes, there are occasionally times when two games get the same release date. Happened with Fallout 4 and Rise of the Tomb Raider, and usually companies move it around. But the most ridiculous thing is that these are two games that are both made by Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. So Ubisoft have decided to shoot themselves in the foot by releasing two of their biggest games on the same day. And yeah. I actually think it's going to harm Watch Dogs because Watch Dogs 2 is a bit of an unknown quantity, whereas these three Assassin's Creed games, it's like people mm-hmm. know they're good. So I, yeah, that's a bit of a fail for them. There are also rumours of it launching on PC as well because I did hear that... Um, the sort of the HD remaster used the PC version of those games as its, as its base. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised to see it PC ported. Yeah. So yeah, 
I that is a game that I won't won't get like new, but I think if it comes down in price, it gets a bit cheaper. Yeah, definitely something to pick up. Purely because I think that game mechanically hasn't aged too well. No, like I think the stealth is a lot more difficult. You have mm. those horrendous tailing missions, which they sort of tailed off from Black Flag onwards. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but I'm still quite excited for that. Uh, this next bit of news has come out quite recently, and it's very interesting that there was a leak by Nintendo UK of mm-hmm. some new amiibos due out. One of which is a Link Link Breath of the Wild, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild amiibo, due out on March the fourth. So some people have hypothesised that this also means the game, due for out for Wii U and the mysterious mm-hmm. NX, will also appear on March the fourth. Which I would argue theoretically mm-hmm. implies that if it was true, the NX. Is going to be coming out at a similar time as well. Yeah, that'd be actually quite a smart move because nothing will be really coming out at that point. Yes, so. coming in, coming at a low point. Yeah, and I actually think to some degree Nintendo have played this quite well mm-hmm. by just keeping everyone guessing. Yeah, but I think what they need to do is they need to nail what the NX is kind of for. Yeah, because one of the biggest mistakes they like it's been said they made with Wii U is they didn't market it properly. When it mm-hmm. first came out, they didn't make it clear that it was a separate console. Mm-hmm. Many people thought it was just a peripheral, and that's very much why it was lost. And I think, obviously, yeah, I, I wish them the best of luck because they've mm-hmm. had a rough few years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know if you want to take this next bit because this will sort of dovetail into our discussion topic for this week as well. Yeah, so basically the Ru- GameSpot released an uh, article talking about VR's potential according to Rickon... Morty's creator Justin Rowland and basically for those who don't know it's kind of I've, I haven't really watched Rick and Morty to be honest nor have I I'm, only, but, I'm partly aware of it but um, I've seen there's a live stream that actually like there's like an animator who animates it and live streams them animating it and it's kind of I guess you could say it's similar to Family Guy in South Park and that yeah, I think it's kind that of kind like of comedy, comedy cartoon, but for adults. Yeah, with yeah, so that's sort of an yeah, with a lot of adult humor. In it. And basically, they're going to be creating. <laughs> I wouldn't say creating, but like they've they're coming out with a game of where it's going to be a very very short VR experience, and yeah. you begin in the game working at an accountant's office as a new accountant, and it's for a rather eccentric VR company. And once you put the goggles on, things just get crazy and they said that the short experience will be I guess yeah it's more like a kind of passing nod and a business card for the HTC Vive right. so it's yeah. like hey this exists come and watch your cartoon kind yeah. of thing exactly and yeah it's going to be pretty interesting it's going to be fun yeah. from what I've seen and yeah and I think yeah. this is this is the sort of the sort of experience is what VR needs to get off the ground like we know PlayStation are doing similar things they're going to have yeah. a demo disc bundled in but this rather well as I've said comes into our qu- our community question for this week mm. which is um are games and other content technically ready for VR now yeah. before we get into our own uh, opinions on this we'll just go through some of the answers that you lovely mm. listeners have come through so starting off um at Martin Kane says from what I've seen, PSVR will bring VR to living rooms and with some awesome titles. PC solution and games need to catch up. Uh, John of the One Track Gamers says, Indeed it is. It's like any new console launch. Starts out slow and it builds on it, tweaking and making it better. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Judge Greg, and um, and it takes a much more different stance by saying, "I'm as anti VR as it gets. I find it less immersive and distracting. There's a core niche for it, I'm sure, but in general, no." Mm-hmm. And lastly, at High Tower Five Thousand on Twitter says, "Personally, no. It doesn't enhance the gaming experience too much. Yes, it's a different way to play, but it's not that realistic. VR needs to work more in hand, more work with hand motion sensors and other areas before it can become realistic enough in the public domain." Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's an interesting sort of spectrum of ideas there, and I kind of I agree with. I obviously I have zero VR experience. Mm. I've not ever, I've not tried it. I've not gone to any like events where you can try it. Yeah. And but to some extent, I kind of agree with uh, John that it's just like any console and yeah. any kind of new bit of new technology. There's going to be a bell curve of like early adopters. It peaks. Mm. People will start to realize how to get the best out of the technology, and then yeah. yeah. Like, I think that's what we're going to see, really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think people are saying, like, obviously, the question of is it technically ready, mm-hmm. when in the most blunt idea, yes, like, you can buy computers that are powerful enough to do it. Yeah. It might, yes, very few people actually own them, but the technology exists. If you've got the money and you've got the poop mm-hmm. and you've got the ability, then, yeah, you could go out and buy a VR headset today and have fun with it. Yeah. But, the so, yeah, the better question is, like, is, are we sort of the public ready for VR? Yeah. And I think the answer is, but kind of no. Like I don't think there's enough content out there yet. Yeah, there aren't enough early adopters because it is quite an expensive hobby. That's mm-hmm. why I think PSVR might do quite well because yeah. when you compare it to a Vive or an Oculus mm-hmm. Rift, it's actually cheap. It's nearly half the price. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about VR. Like yeah. part of me wants to do. Like I'd love to go to an event and eat and do. And just have one of those, like, do one of those VR demos just to see what it's like. Yeah. I've been, sadly, I've been to an event. Yeah. Of where I spent several days listening to people talk about VR. And I've seen things that people can do. So, like, it's not just, like, gaming and stuff. Like, you can do, create. Yeah. I think Steven Spielberg is supposed to be, like, creating a film to do with VR. Which is. No. (laughs) No, don't do that. But, not, oh, I'm, it's a shame. I, yeah. I, it's going to be really difficult to find. But someone showed me um, like three D painting being done in yeah. VR, and that looks incredible. I've seen people uh, at the event. They had um, popular breakdancing act doing it. Diversity? No, it wasn't diversity. It was like three sixty something. It was okay, like they the were they were up for the knowledge. they were up for the festival, okay. and. Um, Pretty much, they were doing like painting and stuff, but there was this artist. There was these two artists. Like one of them was like a film, like director or something. They were a filmmaker, and the other was a kind of fashion designer who created this really, really interesting fashion print. And they looked at VR and they were just like, "Oh, we could do this." And yeah, basically, what they did was they got her to design like prints for like this environment. And yeah. like they kind of built like areas, and then they would use like her prints to like add a skin to it, and yes, it looked cool. But some yeah. of the stuff, I think, like the only decent stuff that I've seen done for it is like by Coatsync, who are yeah. the developers of um, Gang Beasts. Oh yeah, and okay, they've done some pretty cool stuff, and it looks really good. But there's this. There's always a but for me. Yeah, and I think that's gonna. That, that's yeah. That's gonna stay. Like, 
I don't. Yes. I think that the public is ready, but I don't think the technical side of it is ready, because yeah. like they haven't got the skins correct on it. They haven't mm. really got the animation and graphics up to par. Some companies can't even synchronize sound. Like yeah, it's. I know that they have to work on it, but I feel like they should get used to the basics first before diving into it because yeah. right now it's all a lot of indie titles while indie titles are really good there's also going to be a lot of really bad yes things yeah. well, and even on conventional consoles we know this yeah and i just look at the pc stuff and i'm just like no like, yeah there's there isn't to be yeah, honest, but, like I'm not really into the whole idea of like putting a headset on and like walking around. Yeah, there's gonna it's gonna like drop accessibility for people. So there's gonna be disabled people who've got muscle issues that can't yeah. maneuver as fast. Yeah, and they're not gonna be able to enjoy it as much as someone who's like me who can move about but yeah. doesn't really have fast reflexes. And it's interesting even that because I know a lot of people have and do suffer with even though it's improved motion mm-hmm. sickness while playing and it's an interesting thing you print disabled people because yeah. obviously but the more interesting enough is that i i don't get car sick or anything yeah I, i'm finding cars i'm finding trains and all that mm. but i have a weird thing in buses i don't know what yeah. it is something about buses it throws off my sense of balance and makes me feel really ill and um and like part of me like i'd hate to have that vr door closed to me because it makes me feel ill. Like usually, if it makes you feel ill, that's because it hasn't been ported correctly. Yeah, the, um, yeah. Apparently, because I was re- I was reading, it's all about the latency and the refresh. Because like, if it's like a second out, it screws up your brain because your brain knows you're moving, yeah. but it's not moving at the rate it thinks you are. Yeah, so you just get you weird out. Because There's- quote think they give a gave a full demo and they had this demonstration of where. You were climbing, I think it was like Mount Everest, and you yeah. you can fall on it. Oh, people God. were getting sick on like yeah. the climbing, and then obviously the falling was like, oh shit! You yeah. would not catch me, fucking like I love. I don't get me wrong, I love quote sync. They're really really yeah. nice people. I met the kind of yeah. creative director. He was so cool. Like he's like the. Yeah. Usually when it's like creative directors, you expect it to be like this guy in a suit. He's like the <laughs> most chilled yeah. out person ever. He's hilarious. Mm. But, um... Yeah. 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 Two, two points I want to make is, first of all, I'm going to do the worst thing and steal someone else's joke mm-hmm. on another podcast, but um, people have said that when it comes to VR games nowadays, when it comes to uh, quality assurance testing, all that's going to happen is you're going to get a bucket and the room's going to be lined in plastic and that's it. And that's all yeah. you need. <laughs> and, <laughs> Pretty um, much. Yeah. And the other thing is the one, because it obviously appeals to me because it's one of my favourite things to watch, is one of the VR experiences I've always seen but not had a chance to do is um, ones where you get to do virtual laps uh, in a Formula 1 car. Oh, that'd be cool. They'll have like half, they'll have like a fake sort of cockpit that you sit in and Mm. then you put the headset in. And like, I don't even necessarily think you steer or anything. It might just be video, but it's the whole thing of you can have your hands on the steering wheel. Which I'd love, I'd love to do, mm-hmm. but I can't. I can't get in an F one cockpit. Yeah, like, I don't bend. I don't bend well enough. <laughs> They're incredible. Like, I'm quite small, which normally yeah. would be a good thing because you can't. You can't be very tall. But I can't. I, my legs just probably won't bend. I've not, I've never tried to be fair, but mm-hmm. I don't think my legs would bend in quite the right way. Yeah, which is a shame, but <laughs> it's fine. 
was like, I look at VR and I'm just like, yeah, it's it's cool that I can like you know hold like I'm look like I'm holding a gun and you know yeah what apparently what, but I don't like the fact that it's not me who's walking. Like I would like yeah. to have like because it will get to this point of where like we'll have like floors and like everything of where yeah. like we can actually walk and run as the character and that'll be pretty cool like f- yes. for a while mm. how long is this actually gonna gonna last like pokemon go like has dropped yeah. off like how, how many people are actually talking about it now? exactly like, like literally i think the only way that's being talked about is when people say oh my god how i can't believe how it's disappeared yeah Cause like, like even I don't play it as much because I've realised shit I don't have enough data to like actually play every day I, and you know I I uninstalled it because I I can't play it really because mm-hmm. I can't I can't move around with one hand so it's it's not something that appeals to me really yeah it's like oh, I kind of feel sorry. like it's going to be like one of those things that'll last for like a little bit yeah. and then it'll die off again. Because that's yeah. what happened in the... Didn't they bring it out, bring it out in the 80s and then it just died off? Oh, the, the virtual boy. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's yeah, well, there's lots of reasons why that failed. Mm. That's quite different. But this is just a tangent. I should have brought this up at the beginning and I just reminded myself. But well done to Paralympics GB. Yay! They are absolutely wrecking things again. We are second in the medals table. Yeah, I can so. remember when we used to have really bad athletes and now we've got yeah. really good ones. Well, they were, well, they were saying... Um, during the Convention Olympics, that in Atlanta in '92, mm-hmm. we won I think one gold medal, mm-hmm. and now we and now we're winning like forty or fifty. Yeah, in like a day. <laughs> yeah, that's the weird thing is that sorry, listeners, tangent. Because it's in Brazil and the time difference, you'll often wake up and in the morning you'll find overnight you've won like ten medals. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, I should have brought it up at the beginning. But go team yeah. uh, Paralympics team GB. You make me feel bad that I'm not doing more acti- more stuff. <laughs> Well, no, because it's like these people that are in a far worse situation than me, and yeah. they're like winning medals, and I'm doing nothing. I was like amazed when I first seen like people with cerebral palsy running, and I was just like, yep. "That is really good." So like they've well, worked on their muscles to the point of where like they can actually run. Yeah. Whereas, as many people pointed out, when I run, I run like the xenomorph from England. <laughs> you showed me a video of you running. I yep. shouldn't laugh, but it's, it's... no, it's fine. <laughs> that video exists so that people will laugh and it will desensitize them. Yeah, like actually, one yeah. of my friends is thinking about doing a documentary on um, like it's about following like a family who are going to like help like get treatment in America for like yeah cerebral palsy to help the muscles and stuff. Yep, and, there are a lot of procedures out there. Yeah. Some of them are just a bit risky. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's uh. Discussion for another day. Do you want to move on to yeah. our community question for this week? So this comes from former uh, sort of guest and presenter on this show, Dave at Mumongu Gaming. Mm. And he asks, why do you think you like the types of game you like? Is it to do with our upbringing, our social interactions? Is it perhaps genetic? And this is a very interesting question. It's something I've not really ever thought about. Mm. And I, I'm, I'm honestly not sure. Like, uh, I, I would have hoped to come out with an answer, but I, did, I don't know. Like, mm. I think... I think at the most ba- at the most base level, you form a preference mm. over what you get the most enjoyment out of. Yeah. So, like, I don't really enjoy logic-y, puzzly games because my brain doesn't sort of work in that way. Yeah. So I will avoid them, whereas I quite enjoy sort of action, big spectacle games where I can sort of immerse myself in that world. Yeah. 
and that's that means I'll go back to it. So I really think it almost comes from experience. I don't mm. think, like, I think there could be certain examples without bringing. So, like, if you're in a situation where like your parents didn't ever let you play GTA, yeah, then you'll like nat or like Mortal Kombat, you'll naturally gravitate towards mm. it for the sense of sort of rebellion, but. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I don't know if you have anything more to say. I feel slightly bad that the kind of this question's caught me out a bit. Yeah. I'm not in comparison to what you just said. Like I was allowed to play GTA. And yeah, well, so was I. I, I had those GTA three on my dad's personal computer, and he let me play yeah. it. And um, on console, and I mean, my mum wasn't aware of what was involved in it. Yeah. And a lot of people be saying it says Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. yeah, there was also games that had very similar titles that were racing games at that point. Yep. And um, she probably just thought it was like a racing game. It did have an age rating yeah. on it, but she just didn't look. Yeah, um, the closest. Uh, yeah, the closest I got to being limited to what I could mm. play in this was this was only a couple of years ago. There was one of those random like mm. Channel Four documentaries about video games or something, mm. and it got onto the point of video game violence, and there was. A shot from one of the more recent Mortal Kombat games where someone gets torn in half, mm-hmm. and then the X-ray kill cam from Sniper Elite V2, which yeah. I own, and I made the mistake of saying, "Oh yeah, I own Sniper Elite V2," just as you watch someone's eye socket explode. So uh, my, even just... though my parents don't don't normally care, they were kind of like, "Is that really what you should be doing?" But mm. thankfully, nothing came of it, and I'm free to do what I like. Like, I don't. I mean, I like the kind of games that I like. So I like RPGs. Um... Like, but not like super intensive ones like Skyrim. So, like, I like ones like Witcher, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Even like some. I like Hearthstone. I like Hearthstone just because it's fun. Um, yeah. I like games like GTA. I like The Sims. Like, yep. I would say I'm quite open minded when it comes to games. So, like, I'm not up too big a first person shooter fan, but I love Overwatch. Yeah. And. Like, I don't know, it's kind of like when you say what your favourite chocolate bar is, you just like it because you like it. But I would say that in regards to, like, GTA and The Sims and stuff, it is to do with, like, social interaction and, I guess, my upbringing. So, for me, like, I... Because I noticed, like, the way that I play, and this is... There's been a scientific study in regards to kids when they, like, play with dolls and stuff they'll actually reenact what they see at home. So I find it... Yeah. In The Sims, I find it easier to play a single-parent household. And I've noticed that I have, like, a lot of single-parent households where there's just, like, women with their kid. And that's because, like, I've been brought up with that and I'm not ashamed of that in any way whatsoever. And, Mm. um... Social interaction with, um, GTA V... Yeah. I was, this is just me like re-fucking quoting my video from earlier this week. I was bullied like a lot. And like I was drawn to GTA 5 because it allowed me to put my anger into one place. Yeah. I could run over a bunch of pedestrians. I could like shoot people. I could, you know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to do it. Well. Yeah, don't finish yeah. that sentence. I, but yeah. I didn't want to do that in school, you know. I didn't want to like yeah. go up and shoot the person like, who was picking on me. The, but that's like, the fundamental yeah. thing. Like, even if it is violent things, like gaming, mm. gaming does offer us a vent. Like, yeah, it's a healthy way. That, like, that's that's perfectly natural. Like, 
I think we all know that if we bottle up our emotions and let it overwhelm yeah. us, then that's never a good thing. And if, like... Mm. And, yeah, like, sometimes games, because sort of... I've talked about this before, mm-hmm. because they're sort of fundamentally designed to give yeah. you sort of stimulus and sort of a happy feeling very quickly, mm. they're a nice thing to do. Like, yeah, I have a great deal of satisfaction doing things in games from a whole range of things. Like, it can mm-hmm. be completing a difficult mission in a stealth game to beating a lap record in a, in a racing game. Like, they're both... Mm-hmm. To me, they're tangible achievements that yeah. make me feel like I've achieved something. But... And I think that's... Sorry, it's a slightly off the question, <laughs> but... I don't know, we always do that, yeah. so... <laughs> but to do with the question, random fact that a lot of things that you diss and dislike is to do with the way you're brought up and as a child and also to do with like your parents likes and dislikes so yeah. for example say i was like a toddler and um there's this little spider and i'm just like oh it's a spider and i pick up yeah. like pick up and it's like on oh, my hands my mum comes through and screams because she's scared of them yeah i'm then going to be scared of spiders because i've seen my mum be scared of spiders yeah i mean that isn't the case really that didn't actually happen to me this is just an example yeah. I'm actually scared of spiders because, well, yeah, because my mum is scared of spiders, but because I've heard mm. her say, oh, I like them, they're so creepy. And it's kind yeah. of like, I like to be at a distance from them. I like them to yeah. be away from me, but like I wouldn't go out of my way to go and kill it. Yeah, like I, like, just, yeah. yeah. Funny enough, I developed my fear of, fear of wasps mm. because the one time I got stung by a wasp, I didn't even agitate yeah. it. It literally just sat on my hand and stung me. Yeah, I but, um, got a fear of bees because I accidentally stood on one, didn't realise it, and it not stung the bees. me. I know, I feel not bad. I felt awful. Yeah. Like, because I was I just w- like, I, yeah. I was also taught by my parents to avoid Scottish women, but mm. see how that turned out. I was I'm also kidding. taught by my granddad if I ever brought home an Englishman. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Speaking of Scotland, this is unrelated, but you know, you went on recently about there's a very famous Scottish battle. Yeah. That you that you know I I actually read about this. It was in a magazine. The Battle of Blackburn. This, yeah. Oh. <laughs> man, no, man. It was a different battle beginning with being involved in the Scots. But mm. I'll, I'll I'll find out where it, it was, and I read it, and I was thinking of you because so I was like, oh, I finally have some Scottish knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah, skilled um, on Scots kids. <laughs> yeah, but then I can teach you all about World War Two, so it's fine. Yeah, so like we got um, oh, see our history, like ter- is so fucking fucked up. Like, no, I don't mean as in like the actual history. I mean like the way that it's yeah. taught. Well, I was. Like, it's so I fucked was, up when I was a teen. Yeah, we didn't get like was, the interest and stuff. We all just got so like I wanted yeah. to learn about like medieval times instead we would get like the industrial yeah. revolution well that's like really interesting when you hear it eight times it's not interesting yeah I can't remember who I was saying this to but I was saying like I think a lot of people get turned off on history because of how it's taught in like primary and secondary yeah. school and then if you like follow it through to like A level and beyond yeah I think that's where that's where I found it most enjoyable mm. but it's so difficult to get over that sort of initial Sort of hump. Same it is quite hard. shit over and over. Yeah, like let's learn all the dates, and it's like whereas when you actually get freedom, mm. like even topics that I think were boring, when you actually read into it, like fun insight into whether wants to do history at university. I was learning about the rise of the papacy in the thirteenth century, mm-hmm. and it was some dry texts, but it was interesting. Mm-hmm. 
See? This is the only games podcast on the internet where you get impromptu history lessons yeah. nine times out of ten. Or impromptu sound production lessons. Yes. Yeah, we <laughs> this this is true. This yeah. is very much true. But um but yeah, um just remember if you would like to send us a question um that you want us to discuss and give our answers to tweet us at gwbpod or you can email us at gwbpodcast at gmail.com or you could put it in our discord which you'll find a link to uh, along with every episode when it releases um, have you got anything else you want to talk about Dapper or do you want to wrap it up for this week uh, um, no not really I'm live streaming okay. um, tonight but it'll have happened cool. so. uh, well, yes yes by the time this comes out it will have happened so oh, yeah and I will be in a different county by the time this episode comes. Yeah. Fun fact. What anyway, university so are you actually at? That's. I'm at, I'm at, you really shouldn't say. I find that I asked that on podcast. I've been. I've mentioned it multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm at the University of Reading. Please oh, come to an open day. Yeah. You can meet me. I'm quite used to spotting a crowd. Yeah. He's the one that's sitting you down. Can, <laughs> yeah. You could come. Ooh, come up to me and be like, "You have no professionalism. Why?" Why have you got a podcast? <laughs> just, I will shake you by the hand. Just go up to him and just feel like Dapper says you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's the co- that's the code. That's the it code. Was, oh, just before we, we close out, I did have a funny thought. I was I was watching an advert and there was an advert for like business cards or something, mm-hmm. and I was thinking if we ever go to like EGX or somewhere, yeah. I might get like five hundred uh, business cards for the podcast printed yeah. and just start giving them out. <laughs> I have my own business card, like especially for YouTube. You should do it. Like, no joke. la dee da I might do it. Yeah. No, you really should, especially if we're going to EJX. You need to do it. <laughs> we we keep saying this. It's one of those things I think it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, it is going to happen because... No, but I think I EGX have... is late. I think EGX is later in the year than I think it is. Yeah. So I thought it was in, like, August, but I think it's in September when the terms, school terms normally started. Yeah, but, like, by that time I won't be in uni, so it's fine. Yeah, but I will... We could go at a weekend, Nick, you know that. But I'm a social butterfly, I can't afford to be away. You're not a social butterfly, you're like equally Shut as awkward up. as I am. Have you seen some, well, like two pictures of me that exist? I've <laughs> seen the whole three pictures, actually. Um, yes, anyway. The one of um, where you're that. like so, talking to girls and every single one, then the one of you, your mum and your sister with the sombrero hats. That wasn't at uni, that was at a Mexican restaurant, but yes. And that was uh, anyway, that's not relevant to this. <laughs> uh, you can also find the podcast on Snapchat at GWB Team35. You can find me on Twitter at another GMG blog as I desperately try and move away from the last discussion. You can find me on PlayStation Network as Merciful underscore fate four nine seven. You can find my blog at nickpjenkins25.wordpress.com. Dapper where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter with selfies of me and my cat. <laughs> Dapper yeah. paper bag. I can't believe that happened this morning. That was incredible. That was off. Can I just explain quickly what happened? Yes. Right. Do. So, I my cat was sitting on my desk. Okay. As, as and um, she usually like usually when I'm like watching my friend stream, she'll sit on my desk and she'll like I'll have my hand on my mouse and then she'll like rub her head against my hand saying pet me, pet me. And um, so I was petting her and she was being cute. And I was just like, oh, I'm just going to take a selfie. <laughs> and just as I went to take a selfie, like, <laughs> she looked right into the camera. Ugh. And it was perfect. I just snapped it. It was brilliant. <laughs> but there was a point, because, like, I tried to snap it the first time and it didn't work. So I had to, like, smack my lips to get her to do it again. So I had to go. Oh, God. 
baby, you're so cute. And um, she looked into it and, oh my God, it is the funniest thing ever because like, I ran through and went, oh my God, mum, you're not going to believe what just happened. She was like, what is it? I showed her, she pissed herself laughing. I could not move because it's just, it's, the cat literally looks like she's about, about to drop the fattest beat of 2016 because <laughs> it's taken from oh a gosh. low angle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Oh, I, I'm I want to put like a dubstep beat over that photo and just yeah. loop it. I actually I want to um, get like a ton of like gifts of like you know those glasses yeah. and like a backwards oh, the, cap. The deal with the deal with the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It just make her look and as thug as possible with like a gold chain. Yeah. Put the deal with the, put the deal with it glasses on. Have Giles theme from Street Fighter Two going in the background. <laughs> That'll be perfect. Fire and everything. Just an explosion. Oh, you, have, you have a really bad, like, 90s fire effect. Yeah, with, so with like, dollar bills dropping. <laughs> the, yeah, the Snoop Dogg as well. Snoop Dogg in the background. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> yeah, don't... Uh, the, the podcast does not... Yeah, we don't condone, like, uh, doing but drugs or anything. We, we will promote the, uh, like, MLG uh, sort of YouTube subculture, because yeah. it's hilarious. It's funny as anything. Yeah, if you want to be topical, uh, watch MLG Olympics. It's yeah. hilarious. Anyway, that just about wraps up the most tangential episode ever. <laughs> I want to say thank you again to our listeners for sticking with us through 25 episodes. Yeah. God, that makes me feel old as hell. Technically like, like a quarter of a century. M- oh, God, that, we've been going for like six months, I've just realised. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, six months and where's Brad and Rena? Brad, where are you? <gasps> don't don't where are you? Yeah. Uh, well, I will say Rena's doing uh, blogging very successfully, yeah. so hats off to her. GG, so, Gina. Yeah. Um, Gina? Yeah. Fucking Rena. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to cut that out and send it to her. <laughs> Just that. Anyway, I think that wraps up this yep. week. Uh, thank you very much uh, to our listeners for sticking with us through thick and thin and this very tangential podcast, as well as me fangirling out last week. Um, and, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>